All right, now it's time to talk about our brand new sponsor, Peloton. Jason, ah. you're a big Peloton guy, right? I am a big Peloton fan. Everyone loves them. One of my favorite things to do is walk on treadmills. So I'm, I've been chopping at the bit for this tread. Is this real? I swear to God. Kylie and I ordered it probably a month ago. That a boy. Way to pump it up. Yeah. Well, 92 percenters, whether you're like Jason and trying to get in shape during retirement or just trying to add a new challenge to your training, spring is the best time to get started. Just in time for summer, baby. Warmer days are coming. How about that? That's right. Peloton's varying class lengths allow you to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add 10-minute core session at the end of your metrics-focused class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your goals. And there's also a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, marathon training, all created to grow your skills. Plus, Peloton Entertainment lets you work hard while you watch harder. Catch all of your favorite teams and streaming options like NBA League Pass while you power up your training. How about that? Get a head start on the summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And I would advise getting a major head start because they are backordered. They are running out of these things. <laughs> Can't make them fast enough. Selling like hotcakes. Dude, I almost just passed out, by the way, from laughing. I, feel, I don't know if I'm dehydrated or if this pink wig is Dude, just cutting off the circulation of my is, brain. This is literally my 30th fucking A-Shock today. I, need, I, I have need been one. just absolutely chugging them. You're going to keep the hair on? I'm keeping it on. Why not? Right, rock it then, big guy. Everyone can make fun of me online. Be great. Welcome back to New Heights, ladies and gentlemen, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment, brought to you by our friends at Fireball, baby. Yeah, look what it did to my hair. The pound for pound undisputed best shot in America set Jason on fire. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big brother, Jason Kelsey, out of Cleveland Heights, Ohio, Cincinnati Bearcat grads, if you didn't know. And uh, yeah, New Heights comes to you every single Wednesday or um Whenever we can get episodes to you, typically they're on Wednesdays. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, we'll make sure we get that update to you if it's not on Wednesday. Hey. But uh, all our social media platforms at New Heights Show. Don't forget to follow. And uh, Jason, why don't you tell everybody what we got coming up? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, we might be in the middle of the offseason, but we still got to bring this episode to you right now. Right now. So today we're going to be going into details on the New Heights Beer Bowl happened at the Ocean Drive in Sea Isle City. It's going down. That's right, baby. We're going to get into the details of that. We're also going to answer some uh, not-so-dumb questions about Derrick Henry and address some of the biggest off-season rumors that we've been hearing. All right, now. But first, All as right always, now. we're going to get some new news, baby. <laughs> new news. No news. All righty. New news. Ocean Drive Beer Bowl reminders. That's right, everybody. We're doing our first ever fan competition. It is going to be the first of many. It is going to be the 2023 New Heights. It's Beer Bowl at our charity event at the Ocean Drive in Sea Isle City, New Jersey, for the Eagles Autism Foundation. All you have to do to hopefully become one of the finalists of the teams to compete is enter a video stating your name, your team name, a video displaying your skills and uh, reasons that you should be in the Beer Bowl, and then, of course, your team theme. And uh, obviously, the more fun the theme, the better chances you have. The better chances you have getting in this That's right. We want the people to get creative with this one. The 92 percenters, 
We have faith in you. That's right. Don't disappoint with the themes. We do have a fan beer bowl question from BobRoth94 at gmail.com. Is this more of a straight chugging competition? Just chug mm. the cup of beer in front of you, or will there be small tasks to complete before you chug, like flip cup or beer pong style? I can unequivocally say that there will be small tasks. This is not just going to be a chug. <laughs> there will be pretty much the entire gambit of beer game skills necessary to winning beer games are going to be put to the task. We want the best of the best. All right. Best this isn't of the best. This is not going to be one dimensional. We're going to be challenging all of your pong skills, all of your flipping skills, all of your chugging skills. You know, anything we can test in a realistic manner that's fun and creative, entertaining, and uh, of course gets to the bottom of who is number one. Oh, by the way, it's going to be a cash prize. That's right. <laughs> Not only will the winner of the New Heights Beer Bowl 2023 get the first ever New Heights trophy to be revealed at a later date. We're trying to get them made as fast as possible. We're getting a little bit of pushback, but they're going to be there eventually. Eventually, we, we, get get trophy. we can get but it in. The one thing that is going to be guaranteed to be handed out on the day of the event is our cash prize. That's right. The winner of the New Heights Beer Bowl 2023 will be winning. $50,000. That's right. Fuck. You and a Who's partner. 50000 $50, Did we not talk about this? I thought we talked about it. I don't think. Maybe we can talk this? to you about it. I got to get this money. I just yeah. okay it. I thought it would be okay. Listen, straight like, cash, homie. Yeah. You know straight what I mean? cash. Like the man Randy Moss said himself. Straight cash, homie. So there's a reason we named this show New Heights. All right. We, we love to be at the top of our potential, and we like to see other people at the top of their potential. potential. So we look forward to doing more of these New Heights competitions and and uh, rewarding those who are at the top of their craft. And this right first now. one is going to be the top beer drinker. If you think you're up to the task, submit your team. Your top skilled beer drinker. We will be picking 16 teams to be in the tournament. Actually, oh, it's going to be 14 yeah. teams and then two play-ins on the day of the tournament. We'll get to that later, though. But, yeah, if you submit, that's the only chance you have of getting in the tournament. Let's see it, 92 percenters. This is going to be fun, baby. For those of you who might not think you can get into Beer Bowl as competitors but are interested in just watching it, this event is in the name of charity. Not only will New Heights be donating the portions of this show to Eagles Autism Foundation, but the people in attendance, 30 people will win VIP tickets on the floor seats to the first ever New Heights Beer Bowl. Mm. And the way we're going to determine who gets those top 30 tickets, we're not going to any of the online sites. We're doing it old fashioned name on a piece of paper at the door. And the way your name gets on that oh. piece of paper at the door is by being one of the top 30 donators to the Kelsey 62 fan page or Kelsey 62 link for the Eagles Autism Foundation. We're going to post that link on this video. You click that link, the top 30 donations will get VIP ticket access up close and personal, as well as after the show access to some of the guests that will be in attendance, which will be uh, pretty exciting, especially if you're an Eagles fan. All right now. We're doing it over there in, in, in Philly territory, baby, or Eagles territory, I should say. And that's a lot of information, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I know it's a lot. So, uh, yeah, if you want to basically you want to be in the competition, 
send in a, a fun video with your uh, team theme and why you should be picked. And then on top of that, if you want to be there and be one of the VIP members, you just got to show up. Baby. That's right. Got to show right. up and uh, try and make a difference, man. Eagles Autism Foundation does an amazing job of, of uh, you know, getting into the community and the surrounding communities of Philadelphia. And uh, it's always a fun time over there at the OD. You're not going to want to miss this one, especially with the, the New Heights Beer Bowl, baby. That's right. <laughs> the Ocean Drive has uh, been kind enough to let us use their facilities and also donate to Eagles Autism Foundation. In the last two years that we've hosted this event, we raised a lot of money for the Eagles Autism Foundation. We goes to support families with autism and research associated with autism. And um, this is an event that we look forward to every year. It's fun. It's engaging with everybody there. Hey, we're all just looking to have fun in the sun down at the New Jersey shore. And I cannot wait to add new heights into the mix. It's going to be limited supply ticket wise. So if you want to be there, absolutely. You got to donate to this link and be a top 30 donator. We're going to be posting a scoreboard of the top 10 donators. That'll be a live top 10 donators. So you guys can keep track of whether you think you're in the top 30. Should be fun. That's and intense. it should raise a lot of money. And don't forget, you must be 21 to enter, guys. All right. This is this is brain surgery. All right. That's uh let's keep it let's keep it fun. Send your submissions to why you should be one of the 16 teams in the New Heights Beer Bowl to at New Heights Show or email us at newheightshow at gmail.com. That's one S for all, right all of you who are new to this. On to the next one. I'm officially a bear. <laughs> Dude, this is so it's ridiculous. Weird. It's kind of why, weird, ba- right? why a bear? Hey, man, I'll take it. I'll take it as a major compliment. Yeah, the Dude, Philadelphia Zoo was looking to name a pair of new sloth bears. And it's a sloth bear? It's a sloth bear. And uh, it came down between Kelsey and Harper or Hall and Oates. Kylie and I were very much a fan of Hall and Oates as the name um, option. Uh, but um, we lost. Big Hall and Oates fan, huh? I, I think I do like Hall and Oates. Big Philadelphia band. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm a big Hall and Oates fan. Okay, so Sloth Bear facts. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear these facts. Sloth bears are one of the most aggressive uh, extant bears. I don't know what extant bears means. And aggressive encounters and attacks are relatively frequent. Sneaky attacks. I think yeah. that's, that's kind of on brand. Wait, hold on. It said frequent attacks, so this thing is They're aggressive. You're not supposed to mess with them. They're wild animals, and they don't mess around. Apparently, they're very angry bears. (laughs) No wonder they will with cows. (laughs) Can't name a fucking ferocious bear hauling oats. I can't go for that. No. Going on raw numbers, this species of bear has the most regular attacks on humans. Regularly attacks humans. Yeah. Nice. Good thing they're not enormous bears. I mean, I think they're bigger than you think. This is absolutely ridiculous. They can grow to five to six feet long. I mean, I'm telling you, Trav, they're, they're Dude, it's a this big bear. bear is, this is, it's a big bear. This is, and 300, 200 to 300 pounds. So it doesn't attack people. It swallows humans. I don't know, but I, I think it's pretty spot on. I think, I think sloth bear is a good name for me. Sloth bear? Yeah. Dude, well, sloth is, is obviously, you know, I don't dude, like to leave I the can... house. I like to lie on the couch a lot. And then bear for my uh, bearishly good looks, uh, but also aggressive nature. Yeah. I mean. They walk in a slow, shambling motion with their feet being set down in a noisy, flopping motion. You got a fast walk. That's where it gets a, a little uncharacteristic. I do. I do. 
me, I might be the slowest walker in the world. You're a slow walker? Super slow walker. I'm taking my jolly good old time. Well, since you brought you up, what zoo animal do you think you would be? <sighs> a tiger. Tiger? No chance. Yeah. No. What? Zero. What? Zero. How's a tiger? How does a, a tiger hunt? You're not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a cat. You're not a cat. What the? F- what am I then? You can't be saying a tiger. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna pick the, the greatest I'm animal. I'm a Cleveland Heights tiger. The most, what do you the most mean? badass animal in the in the animal kingdom. You got to think of something that's like very tight end specific. I feel like what animal would be a good tight end? What animal isn't? Uh-huh. It's kind of like a tweener. What's a tweener animal? You got platypus. Platypus, like a weird, it's like a mammal, but it lays eggs. But you're not a platypus. You're not a platypus. <laughs> Fuck. You're more badass than a platypus. What about like a crocodile? Doesn't want to. Doesn't know if it wants Ooh. to be in the water, or out the water. But crocodiles got little tiny little arms. So I don't know. Ooh. Oh. I think. Do you hear got? me out. I think the best animal for you might be an ostrich. Because it's big, they're deceptively An fast. Ostrich. They're they're big. They're deceptively fast, and they like think they're a bird, but they can't really fly. So it's like it's not really a receiver. It's not really an offensive lineman. It's pretty fast. <laughs> kind of looks a little goofy, but it's like all around. It's pretty coordinated animal. What do you think? Do I look like an ostrich? I mean, you kind of got ostrich tendencies. Your legs are kind of go all over. What? The place. Yeah, your legs move in funny ways. I got crazy legs. I yeah, got crazy you got, legs. You got gumby legs. That's why you pop out of all crazy directions. I'm not agreeing to this, but I'm not saying that you're far off. I think the Kansas City Zoo needs to find us a young ostrich and <laughs> name that <laughs> thing need, Big Yeti. No, I no, think no, that's buddy. the only way to... I, they need to go out and find a Yeti. Hey, if they find a Yeti, it definitely needs to be named Travis Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, ostrich. Why don't you get to the fan mentions of the fan week? Fan mentions of the week. And shout out to Kansas City Zoo. If you guys got anything for me, I'll let you boy. Fan mentions of the week. Whole poll results. I don't even know what I just read. I think you, you nailed it. Whole poll results. We all uh, know about the uh, s- interesting question we got last week about whether or not a straw <laughs> has one or two holes. And the 92 percenters showed how smart we it. are. They settled it. They That's settled right. it. And they said there's two holes because Jason is oh no that was just what is that on twitter twitter yeah well the other poll said that it was one hole yeah but that's just because you have a enormous following on instagram and people are biased towards you on instagram that's the only reason i bet we got more votes on twitter (laughs) oh (laughs) like i said though all these people are fans of you on instagram because of your dress your dress up pictures and all of that stuff. Dress so it's going to be biased towards you on Instagram. No, 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 no. Twitter. Everybody knows Twitter is the nonsense. Everybody knows Twitter is the nonsense. Oh, gosh. Instagram. Thank you for coming through. IG. There is only one fucking hole in a straw. If there were two holes in it, you wouldn't be able to sip out of it. It just doesn't make sense to You're say right, there's only one hole in a straw. Because a straw there's is only one, one hole. hole going right through. Yeah. A straw is a hole. Yeah, it is. So it's when one you, hole. No, a straw is a hole. It's a hole. Yeah, it's, that's a, what it's, I'm a tube. it's a hole. Yeah. Tube. Tube has two ends. So does a straw. Straw. I'm not getting into this. I, I was just, just trying to try and fucking this argue is where people for go no wrong. reason. Because the question could also be asked. We already talked about this. Hole, and the how many holes does the hole settled have? Settle this. How many holes does the hole have? Can a hole one. have multiple holes? 
No. Can a cave have multiple holes? Yeah. So if a cave is a hole. No. And you say how many a cave holes isn't is a, a cave? Hole. Cave is a cave. Yeah, but a cave is a hole in a. No, a cave has at. a hole. Yeah, it has a hole. Well, it is a hole. No, it has a hole. No, by it's definition, a cave. a cave is a hole. It's a, it's it's a, a hole inside of some subterranean part of the earth. No, it's a cave inside us. Tunnel. Tunnel can have multiple holes. Correct. Right? Yeah. So is a tunnel a hole? No. I think it's a hole. I don't think it is. I think it's a tunnel. That's why they call it a tunnel. They don't say you ride the train through the hole. They say you ride the train through the tunnel. Yeah, but by definition, it's a hollowed out It's a hollowed out thing, which is a hole. You drive your car through a tunnel. You don't drive your car through a hole. It's two completely different things. Well, you're driving. You're definitely driving your car through a hole. That's why, they, that's why so they're that's making really it. Stupid. You're driving your whole car through multiple holes. But I think this is the bottom line. <laughs> the wording of the question just shows that people are not keen on semantics and what linguistics. What side are you on? What, people just don't understand the question. How many holes does a straw have? Is like saying how many holes does a hole have? Because a straw is a hole. A straw is a hollowed out tube. So how many holes does a tube have? How many holes does a tube have? Like a toothpaste tube? One. Correct. There's one opening in a toothpaste tube. And how many holes does a straw have? <laughs> it's two. Because there's no, not a bottom There's one tube. hole, though. No, this is just think of, the, think of, think of, think of the, the cap where the hole is on the toothpaste. That's the hole. This is where people That's go like wrong. That's like a straw. That's a straw right there. This is where people go wrong. A straw is a hole. It's a hole You're in right. a piece of plastic. It's one. But that one hole, hole has two holes. That's where people get this messed up. That's where people get this messed up. I'm telling you. Just and like a we're cave. keeping it going, baby. Here That's we go. Where people on. get this messed up. Stanley Cup reactions. Ed Kelsey himself weighed in on Instagram about the cup being right down the street and him not even knowing that it's down the street. Wow. In Man. quotes. Wow. The cup in your house. How sweet is that? Except you didn't call your dad so he could come over and see it. No. It's true. It's true. Just put Benny in it. Take a picture. And post it on IG. You are always a mean kid. <laughs> Couldn't have been put any better. Well, I was definitely a mean kid. There's no question about you are, that. You were one thousand percent a mean kid. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't know what to say to this other than sucks to suck, pop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, I never knew Papa Kelsey wanted to see the Stanley Cup so bad. What do you mean? What? We used to watch every Stanley Cup together as a family. What do you mean he doesn't want to see the cup? Well, I never knew he liked the Stanley Cup. I've never talked You're to him ridiculous. about it. Never You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Yeah. Well, did know. you know Benny liked it? Well, Benny was there. <laughs> it's fucking mean, man. <laughs> Dad, if the cup's ever in my house, I'll make sure you're here for it, bud. I'll make sure you're here for it. I don't know whether to invite Dad over because Dad just comes to my house. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it should be like a TV show. You should just pop his head in. I mean, in, I like actually Kramer don't have that big of a problem with it, but it's just I don't weird. Know why I say Kramer. Dad, you're not Kramer. Who's a good character? That I mean, I think Kramer's right pretty good. That's pretty spot on. <laughs> I was more so, I was more so referencing how Kramer would just randomly pop in. Yeah. No, I think um, Dad, before he uh, wants to call me, texts me. But before he comes over to my house, he just so, walks through the front move. door. And then I was like, Dad, you got this reverse. You can just you can call me. If I can't answer, I won't answer. And then you can just text me. And then uh, if you want to come over to the house, uh, no. a little text 
Actually, you can just come over to the house. I really don't have a big problem. That's what I'm saying, man. There's something about. We got an open door policy, except for everybody that we don't know. Please don't start coming to my door and just barging in. Yeah, we got This is only for family and friends. We got to nix that one. All righty. Let's get to uh, some uh, not dumb questions. Paul Mills via email. His not dumb question is How many times could an average male tackle Derrick Henry in an Oklahoma drill out of 100 attempts? Injury is not considered. My friends and I have had this debate for years, and I think I could do it at least five out of 100 times. I am 170 pounds. He's optimistic. I'm 170 pounds. <laughs> Very optimistic. 5'10", and fairly athletic. I'm not really quite sure what fairly athletic means. As long as I don't get injured, I could get him. Well, well, five out of 100 times, it's a point. Five percent chance that he's going to get him done. No, that's a five percent chance he's going to get him. I was about to say where point five out of ten times. It's just hard to imagine Oklahoma drill being done a hundred times. That's where my head's at with this. Like yeah. that's a lot of Oklahoma drill. Usually you do it out like out of five or ten times. Could you get him? I think he just knows would, that he if it be was able to, yeah. if it was five percent of ten. Like how far are we scaling this up to where we're saying you can get Derrick Henry down in Oklahoma drill? Like. 10 out of a thousand times. Like, There's not, I mean, you know. this dude is going to have to tie Derrick Henry's shoes together to get him down. There's well, yeah, no I mean, way 170 listen, pounds is taking Derrick Henry he's, down. He's got to go shoelace tackle. Point. He's got to go shoelace tackle. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is a chance it's in a five yard. I mean, it's in a tight window in an Oklahoma drill. So if you just go straight for the legs, there's a chance you trip him up out of a hundred times, I feel like. But I mean, I feel like he's going to see that coming. I don't know. Maybe I'm overestimating him. He's 170 pounds. So he's about the size of a NFL cornerback. What's Derrick Henry weighing in at? He's got to be like 240, 250. I think, right? I think he's between, I think he's around 240. I think it's a good guesstimate. 230, 247. Nice. 240, 247 pounds. Yeah. Dude, this guy is. <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> it ain't looking too good for you, bud. He's going to be able to get underneath him, though. Derrick Henry's a big man, 6'3, six, 5'10. Six, might be able to get his shins. You know, if you go with the Dan Campbell method, you might get some of them kneecaps. Yeah, well, you're going to have to bite the kneecaps, bud. And yeah. um, I'm going to say that out of 100 times, I mean, yeah, I would I would think that anybody could get somebody down, no matter who it is, at least once to twice out of 100 times. But to say five, I'm going to say it ain't happening, bro. Yeah, and. I, I feel like you ever you ever seen Derrick Henry's stiff arm? It's also just an unrealistic like even though injury is turned off, like demoralization isn't turned off. Like after he runs over you the first time, like what is the next <laughs> quit rep gonna feel like? Like I just I could just feel this man's like bones shat like shaking after the first like stiff arm or the first time Henry just puts a shin right into his shoulder. I um I just don't see it happening, boss. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. Well, five out of a hundred times in a span of this much, if you go for the legs every time, I'm saying there might be a chance you get him down five times out of a hundred. I still think you probably couldn't, but it's not that ridiculous. But Paul then went on to add another caveat to the question. Caveat. Uh, we could alter this slightly and say we have a 10-yard wide field to do it on, but I think he could run around me easier. Oh, do you think, Paul? 
than he could <laughs> running me over. So maybe I get three out of 100 in this circumstance. Paul, I got bad news for you. If you give Derrick Henry 10 yards of space, there is precisely 0% chance you're tackling that man. Um, the um, only chance you have is he has to stay in this very contained space and you just go at his legs. If you give him 10 yards and you have to stay with him as well as try and get his legs, I mean, you got a better chance at, uh, you know, striking gold. I don't know. There, there's, there's no shot you're getting Derrick Henry down out of 100 times in the 10-yard field of space. What do you think, Trap? Goose egg? The goose egg. Especially Absolute of the fairly egg. athletic. What is fairly athletic? Is that like a five-second 40? That's a good question. Like, is fairly athletic five-second 40? Is it under – like, does he just mean he was a good athlete in high school? Is that How are we gauging fairly athletic? Like he doesn't look like a jackass when he runs? I don't know. Let's ask this. How many of our high school teammates could have tackled Derrick Henry out of 100 times? I mean – yeah, no. <laughs> I, I got. Of the I got fairly you, I got you and. I don't even know. If, I would have got a stinger on the first rip and been out for the rest of it. I got stingers too easy at linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. James fairly Ingram. athletic. Fair, yeah, James is. Well, that's a big boy right there. Yeah. D1 athlete right there, baby. Yeah, I don't think people understand how much harder it becomes to tackle people in space in general every single interception that i get one-on-one with anybody i remember yeah. my first my first couple reps of, of varsity football in high school were me snapping the ball to jason yeah and when i snapped it to you i would be the first one down the field one-on-one mm-hmm. -on -one getting juked out of my socks yep but i mean we're talking about you had the full field to yeah. work with but still you know uh tackling one-on-one -on -one is already hard enough yeah, tackling one on tackling Derrick Henry one on one is a whole different beast. I mean, a ten yard field is a lot of space, and there's a lot of room for Derrick Henry to get around you, through you, over you. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the amount of tackling in the open field might be one of the hardest things in all of football to do. Yeah. Outside of guarding a receiver or an ostrich one on one in the NFL. I would venture to say that an open field tackle is probably the next most difficult. I see where you did. Who's you do there? <laughs> fucking guy. He's trying to get me to fucking get named after an ostrich, man. All righty. I got to take this pink thing off because it's, it's starting to cut off circulation in my head. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. Dude. Do I look younger or older? Not gonna lie, younger. What? Really? Dude, you look way younger now. I know you're lying to me, but I appreciate that, Trev. No, no, no. Seriously, I can't see as many gray hairs now. <laughs> <laughs> keep sending in your no dumb questions, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll keep answering your no dumb questions because we're dumb people. Before we keep going, we need to shout out one of our sponsors, Fireball. Fireball takes any event to the next level, like winning the big game or getting drafted or even interviewing your own head coach. That's, That's right. right, baby. Fireball's iconic cinnamon flavor tastes fire and goes down easy. Make it the ultimate crowd pleaser. That's why it's the number one shot in the country. Number one. Yeah. What I really like about the Fireball shooters is that there's no shot glass needed. 
just crack it and knock it back. Jason, you a big fireball guy? Because I know you are. Tell yeah. me how much of a fireball guy you are. Oh, dude. I mean, as much fireball as you can give me, I can knock it back and enjoy it. It's the number one shot in the country for number a one. reason. That's right. You can purchase fireball wherever you get your fine spirits. Wherever. All right, guys. It's officially the start of the offseason. Well, yep. it's not the start of the offseason. We've been in the offseason for some time now. And I've been getting through it by taking my AG1 by Athletic Greens every single day. Jason, you're a Greens guy? Oh, big. I know I didn't expect you to be a Greens guy. Well, Are you that? really a Greens guy? Oh, yeah. Love Greens. But this isn't big just Greens. greens. This okay. is way more than Greens. It's like nine products in one. Just one serving of AG1 covers all my nutritional basis and long-term gut health with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source, high-quality ingredients. Damn, that's pretty impressive. That's right. To our 92 percenters, if you're listening to this show, you're in luck because AG1 is giving you guys an incredible deal with five free travel packs plus one-year supply of vitamin D. Ooh. <laughs> Like Travis just said, AG1 is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. You heard the man. This is their best offer yet. And you can get it at athleticgreens.com slash new heights. Once again, that's mm. athleticgreens.com slash new heights. Get your green zone. Mm. Get your 75 mm. vitamins and minerals. Get your one-year supply of vitamin D. Get your long-term gut health. Get your five free travel packs. Mm. Mm. Mm, get that energy and systems uh, and get that digestive that. system to yeah. just mm. let that shit go right through make that shit high quality mm. all right what do we got we got the fact that i'm going to the white house next week oh. it is going to be a fun adventure with the team the entire team is going I uh, heard the dress code is business attire. Not sure if I uh, have any business type clothes, but I might be able to wander Scrounge in there and grab some something. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Might be able to throw on a sport coat and some slacks. Yeah, what's the... Do you guys have like an itinerary or any run a yeah, show? Yeah. What's it like to go to the White House or what are you expecting it to be like? I have no idea. I okay. just know that we leave Monday morning and we come back Monday night. Ooh. Quick trip. Yep. And, and who out. do you, you guys obviously meet the president. Tuesday. You meet the president. Do you meet the vice president? Is that what happens? Well, I think you walk through the White House and there's a guy Joe. that lives there usually. But Big Joe. Big Joe. Joe Biden. Is he going to be around? Uh, who knows? I don't know what his schedule is, but I think yeah. they probably wouldn't have scheduled this for a time that he's not there. Do you guys get to see the vice president? I hope. The first lady? She's not there unless the first lady isn't do you get to see any lady, unless the senators isn't there. Huh? or congress congress people men and women i think i think we get to shake hands with everybody in the building we just go one by one and we just kind of shake hands we go in every room and we shake all the hands what are you most excited to see at the white house um rose garden yeah been i want to see oh i want to see i want to see you know what i want to see roses Oh, no, I want to see. I want to see the hidden Oval Office. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the. Now yeah. you want to see the actual desk because you think that there's the a desk. There's a clip that actually be going around and you slam, hit the little banging button. on banging yeah. on the. Try please while you're at the White House. Do not national treasure the White House. <laughs> please do not go. I'm gonna get fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Travis lifting rugs up. He's looking behind paintings. Sure, we've told you, please do not touch anything on the walls for the last time. No, no, no. I got you, but spraying, I, what's... Le- spraying lemon juice on the paintings. <laughs> looking for hidden messages. They said they did say that I needed an ID <laughs> to go in and not gonna lie, man, my ID's been uh, expired for like three years. So I um Don't say that. I gotta, don't I gotta, say I gotta, that. I gotta get a new ID by Monday, man. Oh my gosh. Ah, they go kiss me right and dirty. What do they need your ID for? Isn't like they, they I feel like the Chiefs are probably on top of knowing oh, no. who's on the team and I kinda wanna get a fake ID now and just see if they catch me. Dude, if you fake ID the White House, that would be epic. Probably not going to work now that everybody knows you might be thinking about it. <laughs> I want to definitely. I got to do something sneaky in there, man. That's definitely something Nick Cage would have done in National Treasure. What's your name, sir? It's uh, Ari Bramovich. <laughs> what are the chances you can get the president to say new news? I think it's pretty high. Yeah, I don't know what else. We can't talk about it. We got to talk about that after. We got to talk about all that after. We can't. We can you just cut this, all this before talk? I thought the before talk's been good. We talked about no, no, no. Because national treasure. Because then I'm not going to get. I'm not going to be able to get away with anything. Trev, you should not actually. They're going to have their eyes on me. I'm flanking. I'm just going to be. There's going to be a big show in the in somewhere. And I will not allow our team to cut this out because I can't just knowingly be an accomplice to allowing you to national treasure. The White House. <laughs> the lemon juice is the yeah. best. Dude. <laughs> dude, if you start squirting lemon gonna, juice on all the old the president's little, portraits. I'm going to have the actual, like, the ones that come looking like a lemon. <laughs> That's the... And you buy it like the the uh, beer distributor or the liquor... <laughs> yeah, the spirit yeah. store. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with that, Travis? White House, please make sure you frisk Travis for any lemon juice and uh, keep your eye on him wherever he's at, especially the Oval Office. Too bad Travis won't be there. It'll be... Make loving. It'll be Charles. <laughs> All right, let's get to some bold topics to wrap up the week in the NFL's offseason offseason recap, baby. We are exactly a hundred days away from football being played, which means we um are all really trying to find some shit to talk about. So we're uh, introducing a new segment. Hey, is this new? where we decide if this is actual football news or not. So DeAndre Hopkins was officially released in the, by the Arizona Cardinals. <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. That actually on the, happened. On the I Am Athlete podcast, this guy really got himself released. A free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins listed the five QBs he'd most like to catch passes from. What's crazy is... If he doesn't land in one of these five spots, that quarterback automatically knows he's not yeah. one of his top five quarterbacks. Wasn't preferred. Yeah. So, assuming he's probably going to go to one of these teams, and they're all great quarterbacks. Who would have thought? Um, shocker. Yeah. Real big shocker. Uh, Bills, Josh Allen, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Chiefs, Patricio Malcopa, Ravens, Lamar Jackson, and Chargers, Justin Herbert. Jason, do you have any comments? 
Not really. Um, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'd want to play with the best quarterbacks in the league too. So that's a pretty good list. Yeah. Not a bad list. Of all those teams, I feel like the Chiefs might be the best fit. Why do you say that, Jason? Well, he's a really good receiver. Hmm. I don't know how okay. much cap space you guys got, but I feel like that would work out really well. Eagles, I mean, we'll take them. We'll gladly take them, but that's going to be a, a lot of receivers needing yards in the receivers room. I mean, I see, I see where he's going. He's going yeah. with uh, Super Bowl contenders. You know, uh, Chargers have a great quarterback. I want to play for all the best teams with the best quarterbacks. <laughs> Breaking news! <laughs> are there any quarterbacks on there that are surprised that they're not on there? I'm. I got one in mind. Yeah, I'm definitely. I think we're thinking the same one because. Yeah. Might be, you know, he's got a whole stadium named after him. So he's. I'm shocked that he's not on the list. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I guess we're not thinking of the same guy. <laughs> Say it at the same time. You ready? Three, two, one. Aaron Rodgers. What? Ooh. Oh, Burrowhead, you're such a fucking loser. <laughs> you're such a loser, man. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going with it. He's such a dweeb. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Young Joe Burrow, man. Already had a trip to the Super Bowl. Doesn't want to play with him. Matt Stafford, another guy. Doesn't want to play with him. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, Chiefs Charles Omanyehu, the guy that you guys just got from Amenahu. the 49ers. Omanyehu. Yeah. Already recruiting on Twitter. You free now, come join the kingdom, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I don't know. Is anybody else about to start recruiting, you think? Um, I don't Are we allowed to recruit? I thought that was all tampering. Now that he's yeah, I thought it, once you're a free agent, is it not is it tampering anymore? Well, I think once you're a free agent, I don't think it's tampering because you're a free agent. I think tampering happens when somebody's under contract with another uh team. So I think if anything, it's not tampering now. Where do you think he ends up? I think he ends up either with the Bills or with, like, Miami, the Dolphins. Ooh, you know what else? I can see, like, a Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I can see Jacksonville. Little Dougie P. I can see the Chiefs. Um, don't really see the Eagles. It's just we already have such a stacked receivers room. Not that I'm saying, Charger, I mean. Chargers got three big-time guys, all outside receivers, as in, like, they got Mike Williams and the young kid from TCU that's going to be an outside receiver. Um, trying to think of like offenses that he would fit in. I don't know. I don't know one bit. This is why I'm not a GM. This yeah. is why I just play the game. And I really don't listen to the rumors. If we get a freaking superstar of a player, hell motherfucking yes, bring him in. And if yep. we don't, well, um, sorry. We're uh, we're just, uh, just going to keep it moving. Yeah, it's hard to go off the rumors. Because these things pop up all the time. People get named in. I mean, you guys are already supposed to be getting who, how many other receivers? Like, weren't you guys in the running for uh, Odell and yep. pretty much that just was, about every receiver that has been. Turns out every receiver wants to play for the Chiefs for some reason. I don't really understand that one. <laughs> Listen, will I take a three re receiver core tandem of A.J. Brown? Uh, Devontae Smith and fucking DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yes, well, I'll take a three. No-brainer. No I'll take that three-headed no monster. Right there. But that's a lot of people to spread the ball around, especially with Dallas Goddard also on the field, the running backs that we got out there. I mean, somebody's going to have to 
settle for less targets. That's just the way it goes. Unless there's injuries, which knock on wood, hopefully we're not dealing with those. Listen, I hope the best for uh, DeAndre. If you're an Eagle, can't wait to be a teammate. And if you want to win a Super Bowl, come on over to Kansas City, bud. Daniel Jones plus the dead snap. What What a dead snap. What's a dead snap, Jason? Dead snap is when the center grabs the tip of the ball and throws mm. it back kind of in like a non-spiral, just yeah. dead. Sometimes sometimes a knuckleball. It is a knuckleball sometimes. I think this is a part of the segment that does not need to be news. <laughs> like the Creed DeAndre do a dead Hopkins ball? one is one of the best receivers Creed doesn't in the do National a dead Football ball, League. Does he? No. Creed no. is but he does he does Knuckle he is a lefty. He is a lefty. a lefty. Southpaw. So that's a little different. Yeah. This is a do you want me to Talk about the dead I think snap. you just no, I think you just talked about it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think there's much to it. That's why I don't really think this is news. This is Hey man, we're scrounging segment. It's nice. A little offensive line news. All right, so here's the deal. The new center in the New York Giants, John Michael Schmitz, uh, who is a rookie this year, prefers the dead snap. And Daniel Jones is experimenting on whether he likes it. So they're trying it out. This is a snap that more and more centers from college football have been doing. The ball comes back softer and a little bit less. Um, I'm trying to think of like the right way to say it, but it's it's what it sounds. It's it, dead. Is, it is what it is. Just kind of yeah. comes back into the hands rather than a more forceful, direct snap, which is uh, what I'm known for. Very forceful. Um, I've tried it, and it's hard. I feel like when you've already done a snap your whole life, it's hard to transition to like a completely new technique. And I also don't like that you have to be higher in your stance to do it. Like you, you have to do it with the tip on the ground and your hands on the top of the tip. And I like getting lower in my stance so I can try and get leverage on D linemen. Let me ask um, you this. If, yeah. if, a, if a dead ball snap guy, once you grab the ball, are you allowed to readjust the ball? You can, as long as you don't take your hand off the ball and make it like abrupt, like I've there've been guys I was about to say of, because if what if you need to go under from, center yeah, from gun what to if under you need center to go from shotgun to under center I would assume it would probably be you would know how to do this but I mean I don't do it but there was a guy uh, Nate Herbig who was one of our backup centers now with the Pittsburgh Steelers shout out to Nate uh, he was a guard Nate. center but he would do the dead ball snap when he played center there were a couple times where the quarterback would come up under center and he would just readjust his hand onto the ball as long as you don't do it abrupt most of the times you you'll get, get away, away with, with it. it yeah yeah I mean. The biggest advantage I see to the dead ball snap, and this is one of the things that is a problem with my snap. My snaps, one of the problem isn't that they're inaccurate, but that they're very fast. So that when they're inaccurate by a little bit, it makes a bigger difference, if that makes sense. Like if your snap is a little bit slower and uh, at a less pace, when it's off center, it, it's not as big of a deal to the quarterback to just kind of reach and grab it as opposed to when it's off center and it has speed. So, you know, you're going to be off sometimes with your snaps. Every center is. And when it's a dead snap, in my opinion, I see less catastrophic snaps, which is why I think more colleges use the dead snap because in general college centers usually have more off target snaps, but you know, regardless um, whatever works for everybody. I'm whatever sure whatever works. I'm sure the quarterback will get used to it after you have a bunch of repetitions. It's like second nature. Um, and if this is what the center prefers, 
and he's more accurate with. I don't know why you wouldn't go with it. Message hey. on uh, news that really isn't news. And moving on, Le'Veon and Bell, free agent running back Le'Veon Bell, has admitted that he smoked marijuana before NFL games. Oh, my gosh. No way. <laughs> That's <laughs> breaking <Stop> news. <laughs> well played on the Steel Here podcast. Shout out to the Steel Here podcast. He said, looking back on this, that's what I did. Bell said, when I played football, I smoked, bro, even before the games. I smoke, and I'd go out there and run for 152 touchdowns. Yes, you did, lady. Yes, you were a fucking dog. Especially. Yes, oh he gosh. was. Like, could you imagine being high on an NFL field with grown men running at you? Hey, man. Different strokes for different folks. Whatever gets it done. <laughs> I don't, I'm not here to question. Different strokes for different folks. Whatever floats your boat finds the lost remote. You know, it's not, as far as I'm concerned, it ain't a performance enhancer. So whatever Le'Veon wants to do before the game, that's his business. I don't know. That's a good question. Do you think smoking could potentially be a, a performance enhancing drug? Yes. Um, performance enhancer. Like, um, obviously, it's not a physical. I don't know enhancer. how it can. Yeah, I don't know how. it, But I guess if uh, depending on, you know where your state of mind is at. Yeah, that's uh, kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I think... Um, I could see how it might, you know, kind of <laughs> maybe ease the mood, calm you down a little bit. Everybody's brain works differently. Some guys get anxious and doing that helps them with that. I mean, there's all sorts of things that any drug can do to your mental state. And if uh, maybe I went out there and balled out while he was doing that, I mean, you know... Imagine what he could. Do you think he would have been better without it? Maybe not. <laughs> maybe that's what listen, I'm saying. Like maybe he would have been anxious. And he, he bro, he was one of. On let's be honest. Le'Veon was one of the most patient runners what? I ever saw run the ball. Go back it and was, watch. It was poetry when that man ran the ball. Go back and watch him run in duo back Dude. when he was with Pittsburgh. I've never seen somebody sit and wait. And right when that hole opened up, shoot it through. Like he would, he would manipulate D linemen and linebackers to it fill was like holes an art. and gaps that they weren't supposed to be in. Yeah, and that would immediately get the defense uh, like unsound yeah. and just absolutely get creased. And then yeah. on top of that, you get that guy one on one with anybody. Yeah. I mean, he was he was shaking them out of their shoes. Like, let's be honest, if he was high, he might not have been that patient. He might have got that ball. Bam! I'm hitting that thing 100 miles an hour. That dude, he was back there. Oh, oh, not not that one. I'm going to see. I don't like that. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Right what, about, what about over here? No, I don't right like there. that okay, shit. I'm going to hit this one. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, now we know that marijuana is going to be uh, on the performance enhancing drugs list next year. Yeah. Moving on. On Up and Adams. Shout out hey, to Kay Adams. Kay and Adams. Up and Adams. Uh, Henry Winkler revealed that he would like me to play fullback for him because he thinks that I am um, I'm a good blocker and that I'd be willing to open the holes and protect him. How about so. that? Well, that'd be a phenomenal waste of Travis Kelsey's talent, Henry. <laughs> I don't know why you would choose one of the most like just absolutely dominant, transcendent talents of the game at receiver and split out outside of the formation. And you put him in the backfield and use him as a fullback. I'm 
firmly against this strategy, but I am all for watching this. Jason, like, I would evolving, love to witness this happen. I'm evolving my game, man. I'm evolving, evolving my game. I'm taking my game to new heights, baby. And well, we're the fullback position, unfortunately, is not going to new heights. As Andy Reid uh, also brought up the fact uh, about fullbacks, he said that they have been e- eased out of the NFL uh, the Chiefs will not be having a fullback this year. So it sounds like you're not going to be playing fullback this year, at least in the Chiefs offense. I think I think we might be able to find some uh, situations that put me in the backfield. Yeah. Well, uh, the way teams have kind of adjusted to not having fullbacks, like the way we do it, we do a lot of fullback runs, but out of two tight end sets or with the tight end off the ball, you can get to you know split zone, lead, wham play. You can do a lot of plays that used to be designated for the fullback just out of a tight end body. And even though the tight end is usually not as good as a fullback used to be, you get the advantage of that tight end can be an F receiver split out from the formation. And then all of a sudden motion to a position and the defense has to be able to defend both of those spots for that same player. Whereas with the fullback, you motion a fullback, a true fullback out of the backfield. Not too many defenses are worried about that guy as a pass catcher. So I think that that's, the main I know reason one, I know one guy and it was it was actually a tight end that played fullback that ended up going back to tight end in a new in a new uh who you got um Delaney Walker Ooh. was a fullback in San Fran with Alex I did not Smith know he was a fullback and uh, Vernon Davis yeah he um I believe he wore number 46 or 48 I think he was in the 40s at San Fran. And uh, either way, I remember those are the first that was the first time I ever saw who Delaney Walker was. And damn, was he electric. Yeah. Uh, both out of the backfield and when he used to run routes. And then he moved into the tight end room when he went to Tennessee and one of my favorite guys to watch. The one that I've always had a lot of respect for, who definitely is more of a fullback, but he's a good enough athlete to do everything. And a guy that I think has been one of the most underrated players in the league. Over the last probably five or six years, you talk about Yuschek. that Northeast Ohio football, yeah, baby. baby. <laughs> Bro, I love watching Just that dude ball play. Player. Just yep. a ball player. Just a ball player. Love watching the that juice. Guy play. The juice himself, and he does. I, I like you said, he does a lot. He does yeah. a lot of combo stuff. Acts uh, as a running back and as a um, fullback and as a tight end and as a just a fucking ball player. Right. He's definitely more of your. Oh he's, his, he's his what own breed, man. Like he's his own breed. F, what's what's the H back uh, was kind of it? it yeah, was, right. Like yeah. he's he can be in the wing position, he can be in the dot, and then or in the in the backfield, and he can also be split out and be a legitimate threat at all three of those. If you can legitimately stress a defense split from the formation, attached at an edge, whether it's on the ball or off the ball, and then also in the backfield. That is a dynamic piece for any yeah, offense well, to have. Because you can that, get to everything. You can get to empty. You can get to spread. You can get yeah. the eye formation. You can get yeah. the like, trip. Like, it, it doesn't you can matter. Do it all. Yeah. So, and like, the, and they literally have two of these fucking guys because George Kittle can do it all as well. Just another point. fucking ball player. Yeah. Those two guys, unbelievable. And, and the other reason it stinks that fullbacks are being phased out, and I think Travis would agree on this. Fullbacks are like are like that guy in the locker room that is the glue guy. Usually every fullback on every team is one of the most well-liked people in the locker room. Yep. He's involved in everything. He's a big meathead who does all the dirty work that nobody else wants to do. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do that wall. I'll go do that for you, Trav. I got you, baby. And then bow, and you know, and 
I mean, does all Stop. the unselfish work and they're, everybody loves that guy. Um, yeah. You see, you everybody. see what he does to sacrifice his body and his effort and you see who, who he is on the team. And um, yeah, they're, they're usually all over special teams, all over short yardage, yeah. all over all the four yeah, I mean, special teams guy, you know, it's, it's a shame that that personality is in some ways being removed and that that unselfish of a position has yeah. kind of been removed. But as know. the uh, game becomes more of a passing league, kind of the, the short yardage stuff that you would need a fullback for um, in an offense like the Chiefs offense, that's kind of like the, the like first down two tight end sets for us now. But um, before yeah. we would do a little bit of fullback stuff in the game plan. But for the most part, it was all on third and short. But if you just go out and get a really good big running back, he can uh, he can fill in for that. Or if you just have a tight end that can do it all. Yep. Uh, like I feel like we got a great room in uh, in Kansas City. And we got we got a lot of guys that can do that can, that are pretty versatile. Yeah. Unless you're like a true receiver or a true running back. I feel like the league is just moving to these guys that can do a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. More versatile, baby. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially what you just said. So I was agreeing with you. Anyways, uh, Henry Winkler, I can't wait to watch your offense with Travis, a fullback, and uh, Bobby Boucher in it. And um, does that mean Henry's playing? Is Henry playing quarterback or is Pat playing quarterback? Pat's playing quarterback. I think he wanted to play running back so I could block for him. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, just watch the clip. Alrighty. Well, now that we've uh, nailed everything like usual, it's time to wrap this thing up. That's it. That's that wraps it, up another episode of New Heights. Make sure you're subscribed to the New Heights channel on YouTube so you know when all the new episodes are coming out. Reminder to submit your videos if you want a chance to compete in the New Heights Beer Bowl. And listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard the man, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment, as you know. And still brought to you by our friends at Fireball, the power Fireball. Power undisputed shot in America. The best shot in America. The tastiest shot in America. The cinnamon delight. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week. And thank you to our production. We are really putting your skills to work uh, with not so much shit to talk about in the NFL right now. But uh, thank you for always making us look at least halfway decent. And thank you to the 92 percenters for always tuning in. We love you guys. And until next time, peace, peace.